Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And you're back in the room. Double Deuce. It's the deuce, ready to get in your ears and root around in your brain to tickle your funny legata. That's that's the brain part of the brain that responds to funny. The, the legata? The funny legata. Okay. Yep, you go wibbledy wibbledy right up in there and uh you'll be whooping hollering with joy. Any time now. You can trust me. I'm a doctor of these things. I'm certified. Uh, it's on the wall over there. You don't know which direction I'm pointing cuz it's the radio, but that's a diploma. From a very highly unaccredited Norwegian online What's it called? research university. Dorgen Kringen Korgen Horuniversidad. And what's the title of the degree you got? Uh, Master of Funny Legatas. Okay. Yeah. What was that school one more time? Dorges Norga Horga Universidad. Okay. Yeah, very, very, like, it, Yelp gives it four and a half stars, three price points. It's not a cheap, unaccredited university diploma in doctoring, but it's the one that I have, and I was able to get a scholarship. What kind of scholarship? Like, did you play a sport? I, I did. I what did. sport? Uh, I, I, I played um, curling. It's the only sport there. It's a good sport. Yeah. They don't have hockey? Nope. No hockey, just curling. And <laughs> that's weird because they have, you're in an ice rink already. Right, I know. <laughs> um, that's the hardest thing about getting a an hockey on, team going. Uh, an online uh, ice rink, and it's online curling, which makes oh, it even... So it's like a video game? More, nope. <laughs> nope, it's not. You just everyone in your own place, and you're filming your what house, you're doing. In your house. You, you, have, an, you, have, a, you have like an ice rink in your house? Uh, temporarily, I did. How big? Got a big basement. Yeah. That's where I keep my rumpus room. It was a regulation curling rink, It though. was a regulation curling rink. It would have rink. to be for it to be NCAA. The problem official. is that... There's like, for that, that like, NCAA. You need a full, according to Hoyle, up to par curling yeah. rink if you're going to curl. Like a, like a homeschool prom, there's only one of me. So being the entire curling team, I had to heave it, and then I had to go broom, 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 broom it. Like, I had to run down on the ice... And broom, 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 broom it, and and then I had to be the referee. Did you win a lot? I was a referee, so I did really well. Yeah, yeah. That's the great thing about online school. It's the honor system. No one can see you cheat. Were there any like crazy like university comedy hijinks and stuff? Um, I you know I I feel like uh, not in no none in good taste that I can talk about. Yeah, I made I made myself eat fermented shark one time. Um, no, actually, actually, I didn't. I would never do that. James Frager threatened to bring some and make us eat it, you and me, if we ever let him on to Double Deuce again. Which is why we must never let James Frager <laughs> on to Double Deuce again. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't wanna, what a fermented shark? Yeah, that's apparently a thing they eat. Well, this was in uh, this was in uh, Iceland because uh, remember he he got engaged to an Icelandic lady. And I know that Iceland and Norway are two completely separate countries. I know that. But they're both far away and they're both cold. 
and they both, in my mind, have people who all look like drawings from J.R. Tolkien's Similarian. Okay. Yeah. Like Bjork? They all look like Bjork, yeah. yeah. And like, like elves. Like, probably more like the Dark Crystal elves, but a little bit taller. Mm-hmm. And like, but they're but they're kind of unhealthily skinny mm-hmm. because they don't eat anything but fermented shark, and they have long hair. They look like Sting when they're younger, and they look like um, Ricardo Montalban when they're older. And they even the women, and they eat nothing but fermented shark, and it never never gets dark, so they all have huge bags under their eyes and that's where I got my degree from and, and that's where I was uh, captain of the curling team and I may be going to the online Olympics. Okay. That's all true. Okay. Longest introduction ever. Just to say we here at Double Deuce love you in so many ways. Here we are the one that you love loves you for another day. Here we are the one that you love loves you in so many ways. 80 songs spoken out loud as sort of tags are creepy. Yeah. I'd like to get to know you well. I'd like to get to know you well. I'd like to get to know you well so we can be one. We can be one together. Yeah. That's the montage song um, from, I think, uh, I think it was Revenge of the Nerds. Could like be. to get to know you well, like to get to know you well, like to get to know you well, so we can be one, we can be one together. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that went. I do a lot of singing on this this show. Sometimes. I'm sort of the singing guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are kind of the singing guy. Well, uh, let's talk about, um, we were going to talk a little bit about, about uh, D&D, and I think that that's awesome. But I, there was something that you and I were talking about the other day, and I thought we should talk about this on Double Deuce because it is important. And that's another that, uh, that's an Amazon Prime show, The Boys, because I'm oh, just yeah. about like halfway through it, and I am digging the shit out of that show. It, it's good. It I is like a lot of it. fun. I like it a lot. Anybody who hasn't looked it up yet, you should look it up. It's really profane and vulgar and fun. I like to because uh, I like the book a lot, and. I, they change stuff, but I feel like all the characters still feel really like the characters. And a lot of the changes is, is a lot of they're ramping up the action. They're like speeding some, they're speeding stuff up a little bit. Right. And it's adding kind of more stakes. And I'm like, that's cool. Especially because, uh, doing a TV show for a comic that ran for a little while. So it's like, you know what, speed some stuff up, make sure you can get it all in there. Yeah, yeah. Shows don't last forever sometimes. Well, I'm, I'm really appreciating the number of sort of things that they are, topics that they are, that they are taking on mm-hmm. with this kind of wonderful twisted cynicism, because it seems like we hit, mm-hmm. like, sexual harassment in the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. We hit, like, the corporate, uh, overlords and, and, and corporate culture kind of overtaking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we hit, you know, uh, the the privatization of the military we had uh, just a lot of a lot of fun uh interesting things um that, that kind of keep cropping up and uh it's pretty it's pretty fascinating take mm-hmm. uh on on 
superheroes uh, in, in, not in a way that I don't think I've seen anything quite like it before. It's pretty good, because, again, Garth Ennis, who wrote it, is a dude who always kind of, he's a comic book writer who doesn't like superheroes at all. Right. And so uh, some of the stuff is kind of superhero parody, and The Boys was kind of just like, all right, I'm finally going to just sit down and fucking just give superheroes everything I have for them. And that was kind of part of The Boys, which I think some stuff, too, I think you can trim, because, like, they're accelerating some of the storylines that move like i could see them cutting some of the stuff out because it's a lot more fuck you to superheroes than it's narratively important <laughs> like you're getting <laughs> right, it's basically right. like they're working certain cases that are dealing with certain superhero groups right. kind of stuff like that which i feel like you don't need to do all of yeah yeah they've cut it down when in like the in the book they've actually got because there's like the i don't know how far you are so i don't say too much I want to ruin things. Have they been dealing with the the, the compound V yet? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I I just got. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to spoiler it for mm-hmm. anybody. But uh, I just got past the the tent revival segment or, yeah. the, or the big, the big <laughs> religious religious uh, roadshow. Yeah, which was hilarious. It is blackmail. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do blackmail anymore. It makes you say weird stuff. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I I do think that 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 Butcher, uh, the character of Butcher, who if you watch the show, is is sort of a, part of a rebellion that's that's trying to take down the whole superhero corporate structure. Uh, maybe one of my favorite characters <laughs> in TV in a long time. Uh, it's just a great, great character. Yeah, um, Carl Urban's doing great with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a lot of fun, a lot of fun, but still also eminently. They also have a really nice way of like humanizing people and making mm-hmm. them making you know making nothing quite as simple as it as it, it seems like it should be. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I really like the book, and I won't get it, but it has some nice fucking twists towards the end. Like it goes some places that you're both like that they do a steady build on that you can see coming, but then they yeah. do some fucking big twists towards the very end of it. Do you, now, have you seen the whole series? Did you watch the whole? Yeah, Amazon? I watched the whole. Is all that the is that the whole run of the comic book? No, there, okay, there no, it, it's a long. There's like twelve volumes of the comic book collected. Oh, okay, so, it's so a longer we're one. looking at probably having a sequel series. Or yeah, and it's already. I know it's already been picked up for a second season. Nice. It's good. It's fun. It is. They do. Uh, I definitely won't say anything about it. They do a cliffhangery thing at the very end of this first season that isn't in the books and it makes me go like hmm i'm interested to see how they handle it yeah okay okay but i did i like i like that simon Pegg is playing huey's dad because <laughs> in the comic book because the comic book came out started coming out in like i don't know early 2000s i want to say right um but uh in the comic book they make they guy drew huey as simon Pegg. it just looks like simon Pegg with a that's, short haircut that's hilarious <laughs> So it was dope that they, um, like he was too old to play Huey, and so they just invented this dad character so they could have Simon Pegg on the show. Basically, I I gotta say I I cannot uh, take Simon Pegg with an American accent seriously uh-huh. though. It's so difficult. I mean, it's not that it's a bad well, it's American also funny, accent. What, what's funny too is in the I don't in the in the comic book Huey's Scottish. <laughs> so I was I was like, it's weird that they're American. I guess it's so they don't have to move, but he could. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. <laughs> Because there's a fun little issue where it's just Butcher, who's English, and Huey, who's Scottish, and like in New York for St. Patrick's Day, and just like trying to get a quiet drink. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. 
Uh, yeah, so that's good. Check mm-hmm. that out. And then also, uh, I'm late to the train on this one, but I think we were talking about this as well. But like, we just finished up the second season of Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, and oh, yeah. that's a delightful little romp. It is. I'm disappointed that they didn't make more of them. I'm sad that they didn't do one more season. I would have liked to see, especially because that second season gets kind of wild. I would have yeah. liked to see a little bit. I would have liked to see what happened after what all went down. I do right. feel like they. They went through a bunch of arcs and stuff, but they set up something kind of new and wild. Yeah, and it seemed like it was building up to, like, there was definitely a place where it was going to end up going to mm-hmm. beyond the second season. And so yeah. it's kind of sad that they, they didn't make it for another one. But uh, anybody who has read the books, I was a big fan of If you haven't read the books, you ought to. They're good. Dirk Gently, Solistic Detective Agency, and more so... Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul, that was the one that really resonated with me. I was, eh, about Dirk Gently, Celestic Detective Agency. This is not quite like either one of them, but it's a wonderful beast in its own right. It's It captures the spirit, I think, of the zaniness mm-hmm. of the, of the second wild. one. Although I still can't get over, like, the guy who they, the actor they have playing Dirk Gently, just, to my mind, I still think he... I don't know. I just always pictured like Fish Called Wander and Kevin Klein as Dirk Gently, like yeah, like that you know kind of young mustache, sort of swarthy, like real intense kind of guy. Yeah, as opposed to kind of goofy, live millennial. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little, he's a little more manic than I pictured. Pictured Dirk Gently. Dirk Gently yeah. seemed a little bit more like kind of by the seat of his pants, but kind of cool about it. Right. <laughs> like it, unflappable about yes. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Even, even exactly. his shit was kind of going crazy around him. He didn't really, he, he didn't get his blood pressure up. I felt right. like in the books. And so this dude's a lot more manic. And so I didn't see that coming, but I do like the way he fits into the world. Yes. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good character in its own right. And we're checking out. So if you like the Dirk Gently novels, or if you like kind of wild, weird, British-y sort of stuff, that's a that's a good way to go. Yeah, that's a good way to good. go. Check that out. I yeah, I just realized I I think we were, I meant to talk about that the other day uh, on one of the other episodes, but I never did. So I'm doing it now. Boom! Stuck it in. Hashtag. I think we talked better about late it a little than never. at one point, but um, you hadn't watched as much. I think you hadn't watched the second season yet. Maybe. Yeah, Windermore is amazing. That that yeah. whole subplot and that whole I guess it's the main plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's uh. It's like, I'm sure live action role players everywhere were rejoicing, finally getting some positive sort of, <laughs> uh, representation on, mm-hmm. on TV. You don't see a lot of positive, uh, representation of live action role players. I definitely like too with that show the way that it is actually, it's still a, a detective mystery show because they're trying to solve a mystery, but the mystery is just really fucking weird and involves like <laughs> right, right. science that doesn't exist or fantasy elements and things like that. Yeah. Like crazy stuff happens within it, but usually they're trying to put together some shit. And it generally follows a, a logic, its own logic pretty mm-hmm. well. Uh, it, it, it works out in the end for the most part. I'll have to go back and rewatch that show. Second, The second episode is, uh, is a lot of fun. The first episode is mostly delightful because Chief from Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. plays the main bad guy with this tripping balls accent that's just amazing. Um, sort of hilarious. It's wild. Yeah, that, that first season plot is wild. I was just trying to remember, think back to it, where they're like, everyone's, they're all the body switching. Yeah, there's all the body switching and there's the, the yeah, you don't, don't say too much in Ruin yeah. for anybody. Anyway, but it's been out for a while, so you should have watched it by now if you wanted to. So Ruin. Yeah. 
Ruined. It's not even very ruined. <laughs> no, it's true. We were going to talk a little bit about D&D, but we didn't really discuss what we were going to talk about. Yeah, I don't know. It, we like know. to play it. We like to play D&D. Are you D&D players out there? Tell us your D&D stories. Hashtag DDDD. <laughs> um, for Double Deuce, Dungeons and Dragons. Tell us your stories. Are you in a game? Do you want to be in a game? Do you play a game with, with, does your game have a lot of fighting? Does it have a lot of talking? Does it have talking and fighting? Does it make you happy? Does it make you break down? Does it shatter your impressions of love? Is it over now? You wonder how? And I'm, I'm doing it again. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, so we've been playing, the main game we've been playing, we've been playing for about, what, seven years now? Yeah, it's fucking, maybe even longer. It's a long time. It's a long, like, long time. Oh shit, no, because it was probably, what, 2010? Yeah. Well, I got back in 2011. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you were playing before I was, so that's, yeah. yeah, 2010 sounds right. It was right around, I think it was right around the new year of 2010 is when I joined it. Yeah, we played like a long campaign that had a big side plot. Yeah. With multiple characters and stuff. And then we started a new campaign that's just a little time after that. Like my guy in our new game is the, the son of one of the characters from the, the first go through. He's, he's from the apocalyptic future past. He's mm-hmm. come back to save, to save time. And, and my guy's an asshole 19 year old, uh, religious kid. Uh, who's sort of in an Amish-style religion, but a dragon people Amish-style religion. He's on a thing that's like Rumspringer that's called Yingling. And uh, so he's partying his ass off while he can for a year before he has to go back to the back to the farm. Yeah. And uh, We do boat adventures. The, the dragon farm. And we do boat adventures. It's exciting. Um, so I guess uh, we should, maybe we should give like some, some tips or something. Uh, yeah. Like how to well, have... Like, okay, uh, what should we do, like, how to play, or, like, boy, we really should have thought this through in advance. <laughs> I'm just, like, coming and trying to come up with something that's going to be, like, an in with people that are going to resonate with and be like, ah, oh, the Double Deuce guys told me something I didn't know. Yeah. The, you know, um, look, we've been doing this campaign for a long time, mm-hmm. and there's some things that, that go into staying with that campaign for a long time. And, and one is, you know, just trying to keep some consistency of play. You know, we play regularly on a night, same night, shift around a couple of times, mm-hmm. but generally it's been the same night. Uh, I don't know, we get a good party together. Um, we happen to have a really, uh, good, uh, DM. Mm-hmm. He does a nice job of switching between kind of the combat stuff, which is a little more technical, mm-hmm. and the role playing stuff, which is a little more on the kind of, fun goofy side now some games veer towards one or the other mm-hmm. quite extreme um and that's cool as things go yeah. yeah but it's good to do both we've been able to develop some kind of relationships amongst the characters that are kind of fun i don't know i like it because i feel like it's like going to a movie only it's a movie that you can be a part of and be in charge and have a say in mm-hmm. and uh and it's nice to get to get a group together that has a similar aesthetic to how they want to play yeah. and what they want to do. Yeah. 
yeah, I think I think this group gels really well in that sort of mix of like nobody's going to be upset if there's not a battle every single mm-hmm. time, but everybody likes to have a little bit of something to to do, mm-hmm. um, and we have a very different sort of each have different skill sets and strengths. It's kind of nice that way. So uh, if you want to play D and D, then and you've never thought about it, you should. Uh, you can contact your local uh, comic store. Or online, I think. Is there a Lawrence role playing network? There is. There's. I know. There's like a game, like a Lawrence Gamers Guild or something. I think it's called that talks about. That's like uh, sometimes it's for board games or for D and D. There's also uh, there's like a Topeka and D and D, or a Topeka and Lawrence uh, Adventures League D and D. Adventures League is a good way to go because you can mm-hmm. just roll up. You can just start a character, and then you can participate in other people in campaigns mm-hmm. with other people. You can't find a group to play with. Yeah, there are places where you can show up and play Adventurers League. You can find out about them. Uh, around. And then I guess you know my my only rules would be like don't don't be an asshole and monopolize the game. Uh, make sure you're given and and get 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 you know have some fun, but mm-hmm. let other people have some fun too. Uh, don't yeah. be a rules lawyer. Nobody likes those. Uh, but do know, you know, try to know, the, have a, have a passing mm-hmm. knowledge of the rules so you don't kind of slow things down by asking everybody. No, nobody's going to mind if you do it at first. You mm-hmm. know, the first couple times you're like, I don't know everything I can do. It's good to try to, yeah, at least over time have figured out what you're able to do so that, especially so you can contribute. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, uh, just enjoy it. It's fun. It is. Don't roll ones. Roll out of twenties. That's a really good way to do it. I think. That's D and D corner. Yeah. D and D corner. D and D corner. I hope you learned something. I don't feel like it was that groundbreaking, but I also feel no, like we didn't. You know, we didn't have a lot deep. of time. We didn't have a lot of time. We enjoy it. You should too. Play D and D. It's good for you. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't call Satan down. My mom was worried about that. But it doesn't call Satan down. So you got that going for you. No more than anything else. Anyway. I mean, I'll call Satan down a little bit, but what doesn't? Uh-oh. I mean, you never Speaking know. Speaking of calling Satan down, that's our final final bell. Yeah. Beep. What did we learn? Lots of stuff. We learned a lot of things. We learned some things to watch. We learned a little bit about D&D. Mm-hmm. We started by learning about... Uh, all, all the truths you told. All the truths I told. And, oh, and about um, yeah, about my university time, my time in university in Norway. Yeah, they were good times at the university. Yeah, yeah. I was valedictorian. I yeah. gave a speech. <laughs> all right. To myself. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. That looks good on a resume. It had a lot of lyrics in it. Had a lot of lyrics in it. Did yeah. you sing it? No, Did you spoke, sing your I speech? spoke the lyrics, but okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should have. I should have sang it. Double deuce, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe 
and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. (laughs)